Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Teas. And first and foremost, uh, as usual, I'd like to thank everybody that's uh, returned and stuck around to continue to listen to what it is that I, that I have to say. And for all you new listeners out there, I hope you find this podcast entertaining, informative, and very opinionated. And if you feel you know anybody that uh, would enjoy this podcast as well, please go ahead and, and, and forward along. Um, and I'd, I'd appreciate that. So this morning, I am doing something uh, different. I am actually on the road uh, to the University of Washington. Um, I am part of a COVID swabbing group this morning into the afternoon. And uh, apparently, the University of Washington is providing this service to to students. And I guess, you know, my impression is, is that they're providing this service uh, at no, no charge or or fee to our returning students. I guess this is just part of the preemptive strike to ensure that uh, in-person learning will be uh, a safe uh, curriculum to do again. So that is uh, that is where I am um, at this time on my way to do my duty. So you know, it's been it's been interesting. You know, when I was asked if I'd wanted to volunteer for this, um, you know, I, I I jumped at the I jumped at the uh, at the opportunity because you know I mean I've already been a part of this whole process since the beginning. You know the University of Washington was the first to create the the COVID swab and the first to administer it, and you know and it's and it's grown exponentially. And, and those that have listened to my previous podcasts have, um, have have kind of grown with me and learned how it is that it's affected me as a medical assistant. Well, again, when this opportunity came up to uh, be part of a team to swab. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, this is my duty. You know, as much as I complain or, or bitch about, you know, how people lack, this is still my job, you know. This is still my duty. This is still my gig. This is still my thing to do, uh, you know, public uh, health, you know, public safety. You know, and again, it's what I signed up to do. And so, yeah, I sat down and started to think about this. Well, you know, geez, you know, how, you know, how does this affect me as a medical assistant? Well, tremendously, because... With all the previous, you know, news stories and statistics about, you know, kids in college having parties and outbreaks of, you know, huge crowds of, of positive coronavirus and all that, you know, it's a very real, uh, you know, it's a very real situation even today. You know, hopefully, you know, all the students that are swabbed today come back negative and hopefully if hopefully nobody comes back positive but if, if so it's a very small um, you know representative population and and then life can go on as, as close to normal as possible and I have a feeling that the weirdness that we're going through is the new normal so I'm not too uh, I'm not too optimistic about the normalcy right but you know hopefully you know these this younger generation can see and, and understand and 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 comprehend the the gravity of, of what's going on what's gone on and and what's happened and, you know and I use the word steward you know I, I believe it is everybody's obligation to be a good steward to their family to their community you know to themselves you know to be the best person that you can you know for yourself so you can be the best person that you can for your family for the community and be there for them to help them 
uh, as, as much as you can or you feel you want to. Well, same thing for these kids returning to college, you know. They need to be, you know, stewards to themselves, you know, responsible students, you know, responsible to their, not just education and curriculum, but responsible to everybody else around them. You know, it's very ignorant, obviously, for an adult to go out who's known COVID positive or known exposure or possibility of positive COVID. Same thing goes for a kid, you know, or for a young adult, excuse me, you know, who's of college age or, you know, returning college or graduate, you know, just your age is no exception or exemption uh, to to what it is that, that, that goes on, you know, and then the question will go further into, well, you know, how how much of the uh, parents' responsibility is it that, you know, their kids continue to, or that their kids even are responsible to to begin with and to to be accountable to what's going on and wear face masks and 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 follow procedure and protocols and all that well you know and that's that's really been the whole thing with everybody not just anybody returning to school or um you know adults as well you know we've all we've wanted you know in the medical field all we wanted people to do is to be responsible because obviously We've seen firsthand what this does, you know, across the nation, admission to hospitals, deaths, you know, infections, illnesses, you know, elderly folk with underlying conditions. It's been a very disturbing, very disgusting situation. And I'm not saying that this is something that could have been controlled from the beginning, but, you know, due to the current administration, I, I do believe that this is something that could have been prepared for a lot better, a lot more effective, you know. So... You know, when this whole COVID thing started, you know, nobody foresaw the schools being closed. And that's been a big, obviously, to-do with everybody. And now schools are opening back up, you know. Um, my daughter is, you know, her schedule's reduced. But, you know, these kids are going back to school, and now this is a new chapter in this whole thing. And as a medical assistant who's in clinic four days a week, 10 to 11 hours, you know, who's part of a team that swabs, you know, individuals from two to six months old up to their 80s, you know, within that gamut, it's very emotionally draining and tiring. And, you know, it's not so much the repetitive, you know, instruction of direction and know what to do after your swab and what to do if you're positive you know that that's a big part you know it's 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 more of a nuisance having to repeat yourself but the more physically demanding part is you know having to ppe having to get the covid swab ready you know having to you know prepare the patient for the emotional impact of having uh, a nasopharyngeal swab you know because a lot of everybody reacts different you know some people are not phased some people are, or they're tickled by it. Some people like it, yeah, you know. And some people are very scarred because to them this is a part of a part of a time in their life that's been disrupted, you know. So to everybody, it's different. You know, the experience is very, very different for everybody. So you know, we have to think. You know, how is this going to continue affecting everybody in the days to come? I think about that, you know, what's, when, when I go home at night, I think about what's tomorrow going to be like, you know, can I be a better medical assistant than I was today, 
you know, is there something that I overlooked? Is there something I didn't do good on, you know, that I can do better? Is there something that I overachieved on that I need to step back at, you know? But going out to the university and becoming, you know, being part of this team, you know, I'm, I'm honored and that I've been given this opportunity to be a part of something, you know, that that's very necessary, you know. But, but I hope that this is a beginning in a tell sign of, you know, individuals being able to go back and, and conduct lives as normal, as close to normal as possible. You know, I believe we're all going to have to wear masks for some time to come, but, you know, well, this, that's a small price to pay for, you know, public health, for your health, for the health of your children and your family, especially for those that are elderly in the home or, or in the retirement, you know, uh, community, especially in the retirement community. You know, I know people that still haven't seen their parents since February or March, um, because of this whole thing and that's just that sucks you know but uh, you know going back to you know how this affects me is you know it's it's very you know, it's, it's very emotional draining physically it's very draining because like I said you know you're 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 donning and doffing PPE multiple times a day you're having to have conversations with people that still think that this is a joke that think that this is still a hoax you know, people that just don't want to abide by rules, you know, and then you got people that are overzealous, you know, that, that, that just, you know, can't get enough, and it's, you know, and then there's nothing wrong with that, but, again, it's just, it's just very draining, and, and mentally, you know, that, that fear is there in the background, and, and in the forebrain, you know, am I going to be exposed, is this one going to be the one that exposes me, is this the one that I'm going to, you know, uh, the exposure I'm going to take home to my family, to my daughter, you know, I'd never forgive myself. I'd feel very guilty, and I'd be very upset with myself. You know, and and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking that not just you know medical assistants out there that might be listening to this podcast, but all healthcare professionals. You know, it's 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 very you know, it's very emotionally you know leveling. You know, it'll it'll humble you. It'll tear you down. It'll. It'll remind you why you got into this business to begin with, and it'll help you figure if this is still the kind of thing you want to do, you know, because obviously this is a very unprecedented time, even though, you know, the coronavirus has been around, this is just a a new strain, you know, and it's amazing because a lot of the protocols that we follow are just like the protocols for the influenza, you know, and then that's the other thing, you've got the influenza season coming up, and and it's just going to be a, you know, a poop show, you know, for lack of a, a better word, but, you know, as, as a medical assistant, I'm, I'm really happy to see that, that, you know, people are given the opportunity to go back to class, to be students, or to go back to class and be professors, and be instructors, and be counselors, and, and all that jazz, you know, that's, that's very important, you know, again, it's, it's a very significant time in everybody's life to be able to be a part of, you know, who has the chance to do that. And and I'm hoping that with, you know, with what's learned, people will take care of, you know, this, you know, these, these, these abilities and, and these, um, these privileges to go to, to go to school, you know, because, you know, it's, 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 it's a right to go to school and it's also a privilege, you know, to be able to attend you know, a university, and to be able to attend an institution of higher education and learning, you know, 
So, you know, I'm already thinking about the day. What's to come? What's the tent going to be like? You know, who are those that I'm going to work with? Do they have bad attitudes, good attitudes? You know, am I going to get along with them? You know, there'll be some familiar faces there. You know, what's the whole setup going to be like? Do we have enough swabs? Are we going to run out? You know, how many am I going to swab? If each swab takes ultimately, you know, two to three, maybe five minutes, at the most, that could be 12 swabs an hour. I'll be out there for 10 hours. That's 120 swabs. So that's 120 times that I'm possibly going to be exposed, you know. But, hey, you know, it's in the life of a medical assistant, right? And this is when the A-team theme plays behind me. But anyways, you know, this the medical assisting is, you know, like I said in the beginning, it's one of the, it's, it's become, if not the one of the most recruitable careers out there, you know, in 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 um, in the country, you know, medical assistants uh, are, are given much more um, authority and and much more um, what's the word that I'm looking for? You know, much more to do. You know, they're they're relied upon a lot more and a lot heavier, and you know, given a lot more responsibility. There you go, a lot more responsibility. And, and it's a great thing, you know, and it's and these are skills that we're going to learn that can carry us on. These are skills that we can put on our resume and go forward, you know. And those of you that are medical assistants now that are going through this or whether you're not or you're in a specialty, just remember that right now you're part of a time. You're part of a you're part of a, a cohort that's that's dealing with, you know, an unprecedented pandemic who's, who's dealing with. You know, new protocols and dealing with, you know, false politics and, and stuff like that, you know, and be very proud of yourself that, you know, that you're, you're doing the right thing, that you're helping people, you know, and, and to be honest with all of you else that are out there that are medical assistants or nurses or PAs, NPs, MDs, DOs, whatever, you know, and you find all this to be a bunch of bull, then you guys need to step aside, you need to let someone else take over. You know, if you have anything than a less favorable opinion, you need to check yourself at the door. You know, and just take this job, you know, serious until things are are um, are level enough uh, that we don't have to worry so much. You know, hopefully we can get to a point where the prevention of this virus is as as fluent and as uh, predictable as it would be for influenza you know, influenza excuse me you know that's that's my hope you know to look forward to you know and then again you know I mean again we, we sign up for this job and we sign up for these stresses and we sign up for these situations you know infectious diseases and exposures and it's nothing to complain about I mean yeah we can complain about it you know and and, and hopefully someone will listen but hopefully, when people listen, they'll they'll take it constructively and, and, and help find better solutions to this, you know. Because it's a great day no matter what. You know, Pitbull is, is one of my favorite uh, uh, artists, you know, producers. You know, I started out as a reggaeton. He's got great music. And what I love about his music, even though a lot of it is about, like, sex and girls and his videos are very, you know, uh, flashy and a lot of... Uh, half-naked women, but if you listen to his music, you know, he plays regard to his, his hometown of, uh, uh, 305, and, you know, and he pays homage to his mother for raising him, you know, he didn't have a father, and he talks about how, 
you know, he's, he's gone through hard times and he's, and he's come to where he is because he's worked hard for it. And a lot of his music are consistent reminders of that, you know. But the message that I get from it is, you know, no matter where you are, what you're part of or what you've done and what's going on, you know, you can face it and, and move on and you can face it and, and stand up and, and go forward and learn from it. No, don't don't let any situation get you down, no matter how hard it is. But believe me, you I understand the mental capacities are very limited, you know. And if you need to find that mental health, and if you need to find, you know, someone to talk to, please do it. You know, don't hold all this in. You know, those of you that are in in marriages, relationships where your your partner is not medically inclined, you know, it's a very unfair thing to expect them to be able to, you know understand and, and 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 comfort you you know it's, it'd be very hard for them because you know for all they know you're you're dealing with a scary virus that's killed people you know and, and they want to be safe but they support you to go out and do your job you know but you know families are in no situation or position to you know to, to help somebody who who's, who's part of a system that that, that works with this stuff so please, all of you out there that are mentally challenged and fatigued, you know, because of this, please seek help, you know, because I, you know, I as a medical assistant, you know, have challenges and, and mental fatigue and, and sometimes I'm just in a bad mood, you know, sometimes I just, you know, don't want to help anybody anymore for the day, you know, I know I'm in this for long haul, but for the day. So don't give up and again as I said in the previous shout out remember who you are and what you've done and the part of the and the part of the system you are you know and the part of the group and the good work that you're doing don't give up don't forget and the reason why the community can be safer for one more day for another week for another month is because of people like us all healthcare providers mental health um, counselors and anybody that deals with this in any capacity you know even people that go back to you know retail and commercial businesses to provide us you know fast food and clothing and stuff like that you know they're even part of the solution you know they agree to go back to work wear a mask and you know some I guess have to do it out of obligation and that's fine but still they have they make the conscious decision because they can just as easily decline and not be a part of it so anybody that's out there working you know furthering the cause, you know, being a better person about it, being more understandable, you know, I commend you, and I hope you continue on that, on that path, and those of us that are adrenaline junkies, and, you know, and stare at the face of danger, you know, let's, let's be safe, okay, because I'm like that, I mean, I will, I, I've run, I've, I've come across MVAs on the freeway, and I've run in the middle of the freeway to the other side, just to, just to do my thing that I know how to do. So, you know, everybody just be safe. So, again, this is your host, Santino Tez, for this podcast. Um, I hope uh, you all found this informative. And, you know, and, and I just want everybody out there that's involved in this at any level, you know, don't forget what it is that you do, you know, for yourself, for your family. And don't forget that you're part of a bigger picture to hopefully get everybody back to where it is that they were before. And I'm proud of you and I commend you. And,. I hope people follow in your footsteps. And please, be stewards of the community, you know. Continue to educate. But if you come across somebody who just doesn't want to listen, 
you know, or who follows this current administration or whatever, and it's still a joke, just step back, turn around, and walk away. It's not even worth it. All right, guys. So, uh, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. Uh, leave a leave a message, comment, concern, and I'll be more than happy to address it at the next podcast. And so, you know, let's let's start a dialogue and let's learn from each other and let's be safe. All right, guys. Have a good day.